I'm Jo Chan Yan. And I'm Donna He, and we are two brand designers who met on Instagram and now we are great friends. We can't get enough about nurturing your brand and your mindset when it comes to building a conscious, vision led business. We love honest conversations and digging deep into the things that contribute to your path in making a positive impact in the world. Hello and welcome to the Brand Journey Podcast. So today we wanted to talk about vulnerability. I feel like there's a lot of confusion as to what is too personal, what I should share, how vulnerable I should be. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that and share our experiences and our point of view on what it means for us to be vulnerable in social media and how we set up our own boundaries around that. I think this topic requires a little self-discovery first because it's yeah. often related to who we are and what deeply resonates with us and our values as well and our sense of self. I think something that you also mentioned when we had this discussion recently was that it is a spectrum. Vulnerability is a spectrum. So you're going from someone that doesn't want to share anything and is really closed off to maybe someone who's oversharing because Mm -hmm. they might feel that's the way to show people that they're vulnerable, even though it feels very uncomfortable and a little bit pressured and forced to do so. So Donahue, what are some of the things that you personally kind of draw the line with? How do you determine whether something is going to be too vulnerable to share with your audience? Yeah, I feel like I have to really understand that when it comes to my brand and my business, my ultimate goal is to help my ideal clients and that my brand isn't necessarily about me. It's about me in the sense that it has the essence of who I am and it stands on the values that I stand for and it has my point of view. And because of my experience, that's how I do things. So in that sense, it is about me. But everything I do is the ultimate goal is to help my ideal client. So if I'm sharing stuff, I need to be mindful about what those things are. Are, what are those th- the things that are going to bring value to my ideal clients? It isn't necessarily anything that's like super personal. It's more about how can I help them and guide them to a goal? So thinking yeah. of that whole story of like the hero's journey, the hero isn't you in your brand. The hero is mm. your client, your ideal client. You're the guy that's going to help them get from point A to point B. So I although that. Yeah, so although I feel like we need to be human and personable, for me, it's just like thinking of the things that they care about. So how can you bring meaning into your business? How can you pick out the things that make you special and really use those as a tool to build your business and your brand? So it's almost like me just sharing all the experience that I've learned along the way, which a lot of that can also be struggles, but it doesn't have to come from a place, you know, like we talked about before, where it's still kind of raw and that you don't quite have a solution to help them because I don't think that's helpful personally. I rather see how this person has been able to accomplish something or get through something. I think that's a lot more helpful than just sort of sharing the rawness and the emotional state that you might be in without any sort of solution or or, or any sort of resolution. What do you mean by resolution? Oh, resolution? Resolution, sorry. <laughs> I was emphasizing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I haven't had a free solution. 
what about what about you joe how do you handle how have you set boundaries around that and what does that look like yeah, I think definitely understanding the type of content that I would share with my audience, as you said, that's going to be really helpful is is definitely something that is top of mind for me. And I draw the line when it comes to things that are going to be overly personal. So basically, if I'm not speaking about that particular topic with my close friends or family, it's definitely not going to be something that I would feel comfortable sharing Mm -hmm. on social media. And I think there is a difference around allowing yourself to be a murky mess of emotions when you share something, (laughs) to be vulnerable or to be seen as vulnerable versus taking a step back and really coming back at it from a more conscious perspective where you're like, okay, well, what did I learn from this? Like, what are the positives? How could you use your experience to help others rather than just bring them that intensity of the experience in the moment? And how do you handle the pressure? Because I would love to talk a little bit about this because do you feel pressured to be vulnerable? Is there an expectation for you to be more vulnerable than you feel comfortable being on social media? I think for me, I might have felt like that like a couple of years ago Mm. when I didn't really understand what to share and what not to share. Also not really having a clear picture on who my ideal client was and how am I going to help them? What is that message? What is it that they really want that I'm trying to help them with? When I look back, that's probably why I didn't really or why I felt like I needed to be vulnerable because I felt like I needed to share about all the things so that people can connect with me. And it's mm-hmm. really not about that, right? Because vulnerability shows up in different ways. So it can just be about having the courage to put yourself out there, posting a picture of yourself and then a video of yourself, having a clubhouse chat. It can be many different things, but yeah, I guess for me... Yeah, you can it however you wish, right? Yeah. Vulnerability almost became like a trendy word that you would see all the time and that you needed to do that in order to be like authentic or genuine, you yes. know? And, yes. and raw and real, right? Yeah. I've just never been that kind of person to just share share so much of my struggles in a way that's really emotional. Uh, I've, mm-hmm. It's never been that way for me in that aspect of vulnerability, of course. Everyone is different, right? Like sometimes vulnerability for one person means doing an Insta story where they do a voiceover and that is incredibly vulnerable because it's scary and Mm -hmm. it's expanding their comfort zone. Whereas for other people, you know, who would wear their hearts easily on their sleeves, for them, it's a lot more of showing people their emotions and maybe that rawness is where it comes out. I think it really goes back to what truly aligns with who you are and what you see as your values as well. And I think judging how vulnerable you want to be based on those values is going to be a good way, just whether something's going to be positive, helpful, and purposeful for your audience. And we're, I guess we're talking about vulnerability from the space of business owners sharing on social media. So I think there's a difference between if you were a personal brand and you were sharing it from maybe if you're an influencer 
influencer and you were sharing it from a different perspective, the type of content you share is going to be a little bit different as well. And I think not everybody needs to have a trauma-based transformational story. Mm. We get told that in order to connect with people, in order to resonate with people, that we need some sort of big transformation that we can tell our audience how we got through something, how we got from A to B. And for some people, yeah, that story can have a traumatic history or it might have been a really challenging, deeply traumatizing, deeply challenging point in their lives. But for some people, we may not have had those experiences. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that we're any less human if we haven't had those experiences. That's so true. That's something that I actually struggled with a lot because I kept hearing, what's your story and what is the transformation? And I never really had thought about it in that way. And sometimes when I'm asked these types of questions, for my experience, it's been more of like little pieces or many different things that shape up uh, who I am now rather than like one big turning point. And so for the longest time, I kept being asked this question and I just didn't really know what to say. And I struggled a lot with coming up with quote unquote, a story or my story. And it wasn't until probably the last couple of years where I just started realizing it wasn't that I had this giant aha moment or like transformation or event happen. It's just, it's like a like culmination of events, you know, that happened that made a big impact in my life. And I just don't like that pressure of, you know, that it's put because we all have different experiences. So it's just weird that we have to like craft this thing that sometimes, I don't know, it, it may not even feel as genuine because you have no. to, you know, come up with it. And that's what they say you should have. And it it feels forced, whereas some of the things that you might have experienced may have really had big impacts on your life and how you perceive the world, but they are those subtle shifts. And that's absolutely fine to share if you feel comfortable doing it. You don't need that big trauma story in order to show others that you're connected and vulnerable. So even though we might have some boundaries around vulnerability and sharing personal things, we do believe that there's a lot of value in sharing things that can help other people. So some of the reasons might be things that we've struggled with and we know that that can help other people get to where we got or help them through that problem. It helps people feel like they're not alone in their business or in that struggle. What are some other things that you think are good reasons to share some of our experiences? For me, it's, and this is something that I've been working through, is showing that things aren't always perfect because... I have a huge perfectionist streak and that's a very ingrained part of my personality. (laughs) So I like refining things until they're perfect before I feel like I'm ready to show it. So for me, being vulnerable is really showing the imperfection of my work. It's really about the work. I think over time, it's really exploring how I'm able to balance how vulnerable I am with how I can show others a different perspective or some of the things I've learned along the way that's helped me grow and I like the process of things so for me I like talking about something in hindsight so if I've processed it instead of exploiting the emotional rawness of it in that moment I want to be more conscious because that's one of my values I love that being able to look at it from that perspective and then sharing it honestly I think is a lot more helpful than if I was to share what I was going through in the moment but that's just me personally 
But I love that you even mentioned values because, again, we talk about values quite a bit you between you and I. But yeah. I think just so much stems from knowing what those things are. And even this, like, again, you're bringing your values into making this decision. I think that's so important and it just aligns so much better with your with who you are. And I'm sure that your ideal clients are similar, so they probably would feel the same. And I think overall, when we look at the perception of vulnerability, it's probably time to reframe what it means for ourselves. I think that's a really nice way to close this conversation in terms of working out what it really means for you. What does that look like? What does vulnerability feel like to you in a way that makes you connect deeper to your humanity mm-hmm. without feeling forced or without that feeling of being pressured to do so? How does it help you expand your comfort zone? as well because sometimes the discomfort that comes in a lot of the time when we're on social media I know that for me when I first started it was really scary to put my face on a camera and chat to someone especially yeah. IGTV <laughs> it's live it's a horrible scary experience when you first start and for me that vulnerability was just me turning on my camera and going on IGTV and speaking for maybe three minutes yeah that was terrible and that really expanded my compass <laughs> yeah that was it was a terrifying experience terrifying so it could be the these small ways of showing up mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be one big gesture. It doesn't have to be showing all this emotion of you crying or moving through the murky mess of things. It could be just really subtle. And I think you do you, like what works for you is going to be the, the best way of judging whether that's the right path. Sometimes when we post something on social media, we often get a feeling after we post it. And I always notice Mm -hmm. that the things that I've posted that haven't felt deeply aligned with who I am or my brand or haven't been on purpose have always given me some sort of icky feeling, like whether it feels forced or whether I felt pressured to do so or whether I was following a trend that I didn't really believe in. I would observe that when you go on social media, like be conscious of how you feel afterwards. Does it feel right? That's a really great way of knowing whether doing that in future is going to give you similar results. If it does, it's probably not something that's going to be right for you. You want to be doing something that feels great after you post it, right? Mm -hmm. That's just something that I would use to see whether I am oversharing or not or feeling pressured to share more than I feel comfortable with. So what about you? How do you decide what is right for you to share and what those boundaries are when it comes to vulnerability, when it comes to oversharing, or when it comes to actually sharing something that feels a little bit outside your comfort zone, but still deeply aligned to your purpose and for your audience as well? Please reach out to us on Instagram and share your thoughts. We would love to hear them. That takes us to the end of another episode of the Brand Journey podcast. If you loved this episode and got some valuable insight from it, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow us over on Instagram at The Brand Journey to keep up to date with our newest episodes. And you know what would be absolutely amazing? If you left us a review so we can support more business owners like you on their journey for crafting a conscious and visionary brand. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.